Welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. We're glad that you're with us for this encouragement podcast series. My name is Brent Van Hook, your host for today. And today we have a special guest, Randall Davey. Uh, Randall and I have uh, known each other. Our paths have crossed in a variety of ways. Randall, I can think back to even when I was in college uh, in Kansas, you were a minister out there. And then recently uh, we have our paths have crossed in a variety of ways, and you are someone who speaks insight, truth, and encouragement to me, and I thought it would be good if you would be our special guest for today's podcast to bring that kind of hope and encouragement to ministers today. So we want to extend a special welcome to you and say thank you for joining us for this podcast today. Well, Brent, I'm honored. I'm honored. I've enjoyed uh, getting even more familiar with your work. I knew your predecessor, the founder, Gene Williams, and uh, I, I think it's got to be pleasing to, for a, from a legacy standpoint to realize that something he started now lives on after his death and uh, most likely will live on after yours. So thank you for your ministry. That's a great perspective. Gene and Joyce Williams began Shepherd's Fold in 1999, and upon Gene's death in 2013, I became the director. And so we are continuing the vision to minister to ministers. And uh, Randall, you, you, you play an important role, as I said, in my life in doing that. Uh, so for our listeners who may not know much about you, can you give us just a quick summary of who you are and uh, what you do? Sure. I can begin by saying I, I feel called to serve. And so in my day-to-day, -day, if I have an opportunity to be in that lane where I'm serving someone, I'm happy camper. That doesn't mean I need to be on a platform anywhere or having any place of significance. If it's helped the uh, waitress clean up the table before I leave, then that's what I want to do. I got an invitation this morning from a, a friend back East saying, I need help writing a letter of recommendation. Could you help? I wrote it. That's not germane to my work, but that's what I did this morning. Uh, <clears throat> for 28 years, I served as a pastor in the church of the Nazarene, uh, had a, a kind of a tragic ending and a wonderful over the year story of redemption. I now have opportunity as an ordained elder to work with a number of clergy throughout the United States as uh, missionaries around the world, uh, college presidents, and uh, serve a number of our general superintendents in the space I hold as an investor coach. And interestingly, Brent, a friend of mine said, well, you're still in, in ministry. You're just preaching a lesser gospel than you were. But the two really interface. Right. And why I serve in that space, Brent, I've often said, show me somebody who's anxious about money, and I'll show you a, a Christian that is not singing it as well with my soul. Hmm. So I, I try to see how biblical principles express themselves in, in life and legacy, money, overall estate, and, and try to, in a synergistic way, bring that together. So for 17 years, I've been in business for myself. I have a team of partners in various parts of the country. And uh, now we're doing a lot of work in the nonprofit space. Um, I serve as a, an acting director of a nonprofit back in the Midwest and in the process of 
hiring for them, a chief operating officer, a chief development officer. And once that's done, I'll kind of hand it back, uh, doing some of that kind of work even at our colleges and universities. So uh, I'm an old guy, Brent. Uh, I was humbled when you said when you were in college, I was already pastoring. So you've given it away that I am not young. I'm old enough. I dated Abraham Lincoln's mother. That's how old. So I often say, I'll give you a view from the end of the road. Uh, I was introduced the other day at a speaking event and the person said, Randall does not have as much runway before him as he has behind him. So uh, I want to steward this, this last chapter of my life well. And I, I think uh, pastors, uh, I just stand in amazement at the challenges pastors have today that I wouldn't have dreamed of 17 years ago. So any way I can serve, I want to do that. Well, that is your heart. I know behind the scenes, Randall, this heart of service that inspires me and, and many others as well. Let me raise a few questions for you, and then I'd like to get your insights about them. Here's the first question. Why are ministers important? Well, God's made that decision for us. God has called us into ministry and before the church did, ordained us for service. God has deemed it important. And even though we recognize at times the foolishness of preaching, it's the modality through which God has chosen to transform the world. I don't think there has ever been a more critical time in our history I mean, in our history, the the pivotal role that ministers play. And even as we're wrestling uh, this morning, as I drove into the office, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about the extent to which the evangelical voice has been compromised by nationalism. And I thought, how would a pastor today help a congregation that is most likely politically divided navigate that space? Mm-hmm. so that they would say of us, my, how they love one another. Mm-hmm. So the pastor's voice in the public space, guiding us to think about very difficult issues. How do we, how do we survive when mental health issues are really spiraling out of control because of the pandemic? What does life look like in pandemic? How do we deal with the pandemic of loneliness? Right. Ministers have a unique role never more important in speaking into that. There's less, there's less clarity about theological distinctions than ever before. We have what Rob Staples used to call the homogenization of the evangelical movement. Pastors need, we need pastors. I need pastors. Uh, I talked to my pastor this morning and said, boy, I'm looking forward to Sunday to hear what you have to say to help me bring together the gospel and the world in which I live, never more important. And I think one of the most critical players in our, our global community today than the role of the pastor. Well, so much insight that you bring to that. And you've alluded to some of what I'm about to ask, but let's go down this trail just a little bit farther. And the, here's the question. Why should ministers keep going and not give up. Got it. Yeah, I, I think, again, we, we'd find ourselves uh, located 
near the cross, near the empty tomb, and, and settled in our calling. If I awaken every day resolved to say, I am not my own, mm-hmm. I've been purchased, I've yeah. been, I, I am not owner, I'm ambassador, I'm a servant. And until I'm, I'm released, I'm a minister till I die. Retirement has no bearing. Mm-hmm. 65 doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It might mean I go from paid service to unpaid service, but my calling on my life is until I breathe my last. And, and so it's simply, I don't think we want to tee up the question, you know, do I quit? Do I stay? It's we keep our hands on the plow because we've been called by the one who redeemed us. Well, I think, let me just throw this in, in my relationship and admiration of you, you uh, are demonstrating how to do that such that a, a, someone who is called, in my opinion, doesn't always forever have to stand behind a pulpit in order to have a godly impact. Absolutely. You can find some way, there are some ways that match your, each person's uh, giftedness, interest, expertise, uh, or, and uh, anointing to, 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 to make a difference in the kingdom. Tim, Tim <clears throat> Keller, Brent, Tim Keller's done a good piece of work on that and talked about we are designed, it's in our DNA to labor. Mm. And the question is, do we labor for Christ's sake? Mm. It, it ought not be good news if, if we are in the public space and we bump into somebody and we, we confess that we're a believer. And they said, I had no idea. Oh, <laughs> that's that's, good news. Yeah. But I think it's the question, and I'll just tell you today, I feel no less in ministry than I did 20 years ago. And I would say more of my day is spent in ministry than it was 20 <laughs> days ago when I, yes. was running, when I was running Church Inc., if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I affirm that of, uh, of the ability of God to use us to make a kingdom impact, a godly impact in all areas of, uh, of living uh, and in all stages of our earthly life. Okay, Shepherds Fold listeners, I'm going to take this opportunity to bring today's podcast to a close and ask that you tune in again tomorrow, where we're going to pick up with this conversation and interview with Randall Davey.